0: We live in a world where it's offensive to preach the gospel of Jesus and to talk about his name. And I'm here to talk about it. Welcome to the Jesus is Offensive podcast. Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Jesus is Offensive podcast. I'm your host, as always, Taylor Werfelman. Hope you guys are having a great Friday. I know this episode's coming a little later uh, today, but it's for good reason. Uh, I'm really excited for this episode. Um, Just a few things to update you guys on before we get started. Uh, We just released apparel today, which is super cool. Um, So if you want to check that out, you can go to our uh, website, which is jesusoffensive.com slash store. And uh, yeah, we have some cool stuff there. Again, I just want to thank all of you in advance uh, for any of you who buy anything uh, the money that goes towards that really helps to make this podcast possible, makes it possible for me to pay my bills and <laughs> keep doing this. So I really appreciate all you guys. And uh, we really wanted to make a high quality product for you guys. And I feel like that's what we've done with this. So uh, I've been praying over each piece and I hope they just uh, touch you guys like no other. So without further ado, I have some awesome guests with me visiting Montana um, today. And uh, you guys are probably familiar with them. They were in... What is it? Season three, episode eight. Um, you guys want to say hi? Hey, what's up? <laughs> I don't know if Hello. you can hear that. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> uh, this is Justin and Sabrina Bogdanovich. They were, like I said, uh, in an episode about a year and a half ago. And uh, funnily enough, they used to be our next door neighbors uh, in California. And uh, yeah, we literally, when we did the last podcast, I think you guys got born again like. Two weeks before that right yeah for sure yeah so they were they were fresh off the boat and uh, already though god had done crazy things but now they came out to visit us this is actually their third time coming out to montana and um a lot has happened in their life and i just think they have some amazing stories um that they can share with us so <clears throat> without further ado we're gonna kind of get into what is the last year and a half looked like uh and also apologies if you guys hear babies in the background. <laughs> Uh, they now have had their second baby. Congrats. Uh, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Her name is.
1: (laughs) Sarai.
0: Yeah. And she's, she's upstairs with my parents and then their other, uh, child Luca is sleeping. So again, if there's, if there's any noise in the background, uh, I'm sorry. So anyways, yeah, without further ado, actually let's, let's just pray before we get going. Dear Lord God, I, I thank you once again, uh, for the blessing of this podcast, God, and, and, just uh, giving me the opportunity uh, to be able to do it, Lord. And I thank you for Justin and Serena also having the ability um, to come on today and just being willing, God. And I just pray that everything that's spoken today, Lord, would just be from your spirit, God, that we would totally just glorify your name, Lord, and that um, many people would be inspired um, and uh, also lives change, Lord, through their testimonies, God. Um, yeah, Lord, we just want to glorify you in everything we do. So we just pray, all this in the name of Jesus. Amen. <clears throat> Sweet. So I guess my first question is, I know you guys have a lot of stories. We've kind of written it all down, but what is what what happened after you guys got born again? After we moved? I think we did the episode, then we moved like seven days after that. So what kind of what kind of took place?
1: A lot. <laughs> <laughs> um I mean to start off literally the week after you guys left. Um the lord brought us somebody to baptize not just one person but wow. two people. So that was like <laughs> mind blowing like it was so cool. Yeah. Um they were family friends long time family friends of Justin's um mom oh, and That's right.
0: Okay, I remember this. It oh, was
1: really cool. They were brother and sister and oh. we went to go meet with the brother and the sister heard the gospel and her heart was convicted and she just she surrendered and she said i want to get baptized i it was just it was really cool so we baptized them um literally the week after you guys left and we were blown away like (laughs)
0: what yeah that's so amazing yeah and i just want to say for everyone listening too like it's so cool it's inspiring for us to see too like and also for everyone to know listening out there, like if you are a born again disciple of Jesus, like this is our call to help people. And I think it's just so cool that you guys were like instantly willing and excited, even though I'm sure looking back, you're like, oh, we made a few mistakes or whatever. But just the fact that when you were willing to do it, God just opened the doors and just brought someone in, you know, yeah, right away. Totally. So and, cool. um And
1: <clears throat> I did my first fast then too. It was really nice. crazy. The Lord was telling me to fast and I kept asking for a number and- First fast ever, three days. Wow. I was nursing a baby and then we went to go meet with um, the people we were going to baptize. Mm-hmm. And then God put it on my heart to fast two more days until they got baptized. So mm-hmm. I did. So my first fast was five days. What?
0: I didn't know that. Yeah, it was really cool.
1: So, <laughs> so um, cool. I praise God for that. That was that was an incredible time.
0: Yeah. That's did What did you feel like? I mean, I know this was a while ago, but just your first fast, what was kind of when you got out of that, how did you feel about fasting and and what did you learn? Like,
1: Uh, God showed me that I can rely on him Mm -hmm. in all things that my strength truly does come from him because nursing, I I was just, I never thought I could do that. Like so many calories and taking care of a baby and all these other things. Mm -hmm. Um, that the Lord sustains you yeah. in all things, which was so incredible. And yeah. I just, every time I was feeling weak, I would just ask the Holy Spirit to just come fill me up and instantly wow, never failed me, never failed me so cool. in those five days. It was so incredible. And yeah. even after we went to go meet with them, Justin was hungry Yeah, and I'm on like day three of my fast. Like, so no. he goes, he's like, Go, oh, do you mind if I go to in and out And I'm like, no, go ahead. So, I'm like sitting in the back seat with yeah. the baby, and he's ordering his food. I'm like holding his food in my hand. Did you get like, convicted, bro? <laughs> no. It
2: was, it was a long drive through.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: So. That's super cool, though. No, because I've i heard a lot of people say, you know, oh, I can't fast because I'm breastfeeding or whatnot. And again, I'm, I don't know how that all works, but it's just cool to see that you learn that you could trust God, even when the world tells you like, oh no, that's, you know, that's dangerous or whatever. And I think also, and I want to hear from Justin too, kind of like what happened like right away after, but just that you guys kept seeking. It wasn't just like, okay, we're good. Like we got delivered of these things. I'm not struggling with fear anymore. I'm not struggling with this. Okay. But you kept pushing and pursuing God. And that's when God really starts feeding you. You know what I mean? So,
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Um, (laughs) you know, even after being born again, there, There's like a huge grace period that God gives us, right? And we were so happy, so zealous, so at peace. Everything was good. Mm
0: -hmm. But
1: then that's that's not the end. Like that's not where God wants us to stop.
0: That's just the beginning. (laughs) Yeah,
1: that's just the beginning. So not to say that everything was peachy. Like we had a grace period. It was a honeymoon phase. It was Mm -hmm. very nice. Yeah, And then, you know. Our old Stuff self, happened. our <laughs> old habits, our old everything yeah. would kind of come back. And, you know, mm-hmm. demons wanting to come back, demons trying to destroy everything. So yep. we totally, like, it took us some time, of course. But, yeah, we finally got smart. Like, this isn't, it. it's not against <laughs> you and me. Like, yeah. we cannot do this anymore. Totally.
0: But, yeah. And, Justin, what did, for you, what did life kind of look like after? Like, how did you feel baptizing those people and... <laughs>
2: Um, it was awesome. It, it just seemed truly like what God's calling was. Um, I was at that time just going out talking to everybody about God, anybody who would listen at work. And, um, so cool. I was just praying and, um, God ended up just telling me in like a dream. I woke up, I heard just, just bring me one. (laughs) And then, and then literally like two days later, uh, we ended up getting a call like, Hey, can you meet up with so-and-so? And And then, um, it, it was really cool. And you just guys end just, up baptizing him, or yeah, we end up baptizing same them. guy, same one. Okay. Guy. Yeah, dude, that's so cool. And then we continued to meet up and um, mm-hmm. disciple and just growing the word together. So yeah, that, that was that's awesome. so
0: cool. <clears throat> that's super awesome.
2: Well, I know you guys had also talked about that at
0: that time. You were kind of in a discipleship group and stuff. Like, how did things transition from you guys being a part of a group to like making your own? God. <laughs> <laughs> the simple answer.
1: Um, No, to be honest, it was a little bit hard for me because we did have a baby. And nursing the baby, I just felt like there was so much judgment anytime mm. he would make a peep. And just nursing him out in the open like that, I always felt like I had to step out. and I Like felt if like, you were at
0: the Bible study? That's yeah, kind of, and okay. I just
1: wasn't getting fed. And I just felt like I wasn't even a part of yeah. it. So I did cry out to God a lot. And I just... There was this one moment I just told myself, I'm not coming anymore because it's not, I'm getting nothing out of
2: it. Mm -hmm. So, and then. And when you meet up with other people, you're, you know, you're going to come across some people that do get annoyed that babies cry.
0: (laughs) Justin's trying to say this nicely.
2: (laughs) So, it's it's all a learning experience, but. uh, Yeah. God truly just opened our house up, even as small as it was. um, How small is your guys' house? It was probably like 700 square feet.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And you have two kids now.
2: (laughs) Yeah. At the time, we just had one.
1: Yeah. And um, with that being said, you know, God just knew exactly what we needed. So Mm -hmm. he just gave us like an accelerated course. Like he just sped us up like, okay, um, instead of this group, we're going to move you out of this you're going to open mm. your home up take you out of your comfort zone yeah um, oh, you yeah. can't you know all those things that i never thought would be possible and for mm-hmm. me i just thought that was so hard but yeah. you know what it's going to be it's going to be okay i'm going to surrender everything mm-hmm. I, I came into this knowing that i'm surrendering everything to god wow. and he's yeah. going to make a way so he That's surely cool. did and yeah then he started bringing people and right when we opened our home yeah we had somebody to baptize like our first so person cool. was a month after like that's crazy. that's crazy like in our home. Was that so. when you
0: guys got the, the horse trough? No. no. So oh, okay, that we, got, later.
2: we actually went and got like a little kiddie pool. Nice. <laughs> and we used <laughs> that <laughs> two Anything times and know? then the no. I think God just knew the air wouldn't hold and I'm like, yeah, we got to get something else. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Like, yeah, we need to heat this thing too. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty cool. The heat, was it the heat came later? <laughs> okay, okay, that was a, that was a later upgrade. Yeah. <laughs> was it? Um, again, I, I think just wanted to talk on this a little bit because a lot of people when they get born again, you know, our call is also to go make disciples, and obviously we'll talk about this later. But we have to grow as well. But I think you know, what was the internal battle or were you guys very united on like opening up your house? Cause I know a lot of people that's kind of where they stop. They're cool with getting born again, but the amount of people that actually go and like start making disciples and like, I mean, you guys do the same thing we do now, which is you guys are like an obse- exception to the rule, but really it's supposed, to, everyone should be going and making disciples, you know? So was that scary? I mean, having like Luca and like stuff or, or did it just feel right in your spirit, like to do it? <clears throat> I know this was a while ago, but yeah,
1: for me, it was totally scary out of my comfort zone. um, I just, I felt very stressed, Mm -hmm. very stressed. It wasn't organic at all. It wasn't. And, you know, God's going to just break those things down and really just show us what's important. And, you know, Justin works really hard. So he would work and then come Mm -hmm. home and do ministry and, you know, do all these things. And
0: yeah, you were working nights at that point, huh?
2: I think I just switched to days. Oh days. Okay. Yeah.
1: So, you know, it it was very stressful in the beginning and yeah. um it it wasn't comfortable. Yeah. It wasn't comfortable. <laughs> exactly. But then you have to really think about like where your heart is. Like what mm-hmm. what are you really living for at for this sure. point? So And
0: was it fulfilling? I mean, once these baptisms started coming in, like what how was that joy and excitement like through your guys' house? Oh
1: yes. It yeah. was we <clears> were oh we were just in awe We're so not worthy, and here (laughs) we baptized two people outside of our home, and then Mm -hmm. God started bringing people into our home, and we were just like, "This is unreal. We are so not worthy of this, but we're going to do our best." So, and then God continued to provide, (laughs) like with the upgrades of Mm. the baptisms and the things that we were doing to our little yard space, yeah, um, to just make it just more comfortable for everybody, and just to bless them in that time that they needed to.
2: But it was one of the probably like second baptisms we did. We ended up um, praying deliverance after each person also just as things come up. And um, I think maybe like that fear came in a little bit. Are we doing the right thing? We have a newborn. We're casting demons out. Are they going to linger around our house? What's going (laughs) on? So all these thoughts are going on and you're like... uh, remember that and it
1: sure did and i think (laughs) with all that being said god was really just showing me that this Mm. is real yeah and but i not to fear totally so with our second um baptism and deliverance at our house
0: Mm
1: -hmm. i was luca woke up and i was nursing him it was like three in the morning yeah and i'm falling asleep and i'm sitting in the chair and all of a sudden i see his room is like right there by the living room and all of a sudden i see this i'm like in and out of sleep and i see this this. ghostly thing in the living room and it comes at me flying at me all angry and it hits me in the face Mm -hmm. and a split second i got very scared and then i just started rebuking it and casting it out of the house and yelling i probably sound like a crazy person (laughs) if anybody was awake but um then after that it was like peace Mm, and it Was I didn't get scared after I just knew, wow, this is real. This is so real. And to know that these things really, it it was crazy.
2: And she missed that part of what got casted out. So she ends up describing this to the group uh, later that week. And it's to the T exactly what the girl saw leaving her. Oh, earlier
0: when you guys had prayed deliverance for the person you baptized, she had seen this leave and then you saw the same thing.
2: And then it came and like crazy. kind of attacked her. Was it that night? Yeah. 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 Well,
0: I think it, it's interesting you bring up the story because like it was the same for us. Like we had, we were also casting out demons. This was like one of our first weeks like doing this. And we had a really crazy case. And, you know, the person's trying to like bite you and screaming. And you're like, <laughs> and I remember my mom always tells the story. She's in bed with my dad and like, what are we doing? You know, that was like the question. But I want to say like to everyone listening too, like, for those of you who are in ministry or like wanting to like, man, I want to, I want to make disciples like the devil always try to, I mean, it's going to be a continued thing, but I think at the very beginning, he wants to jump and try to scare you. It's kind of like a bear. They do like a false charge to see if like you're going to run or not, you know? And I think it's really cool that you had that moment, Serena, where you were at first the fear came over, but then you were like, no, I know my authority. I need to command this thing to go. And, like, of course, when we're dealing with demons and things, yes, they're going to attack. But I do believe, and I think you guys would agree, it it does get easier the more we stand up to it. And the more we say, no, we're not putting up with this. Because at the end of the day, they're attacking us because they're afraid. Because they know if we continue casting them out that they're losing, you mm-hmm. know. So that's cool. Go ahead, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. And then from there, um, we continue to have people over, uh, baptizing them, praying deliverance a lot. Yeah. A lot of people came over. Probably more so for deliverance, and mm-hmm. then. Um, but at the same time, it's like we just had deliverance, maybe some bigger things, I guess. Cast it out, but yeah. but never really got into like, I guess, the things that make up our character and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, so for you guys s- personally, yeah, for That's us. Sweet. So yeah. we're still kind of getting like annoyed with each other here and there. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and it goes back to what you're saying about you know yeah. the devil trying to stop us, and mm-hmm. it wasn't a joke because. Here we're, we're really trying to serve the Lord, and yeah, then we had our issues, and we were things started to flare up, and mm-hmm. we would explode yeah. in a sense, and <clears throat> I, at one point I just really thought following Jesus is not easy. Like why isn't he changed, you know? And you never look at yourself (laughs) and I'm sure he's thinking the same thing. Why isn't she changing? But it (laughs) goes back to discipleship being so important. And that's when Mm -hmm. we would reach out to you guys because (laughs) we needed that. And And, just to help walk alongside us. I think it's mm-hmm. so important for people not to give up and to mm-hmm. seek fellowship and seek discipleship because that is going to help you. That's going to be yep. your ground. That's going to help you form your firm foundation Definitely. for sure.
0: When it, you want to say something, Justin? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We just
2: had, like she was saying, just so many moments. We were probably like, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> this is too hard. <laughs>
0: yeah, and I mean, what I'm kind of hearing too is, again, it's, it's like an encouragement for everyone listening that, Even if you're not going and making disciples, it always seems like there's a month honeymoon period when you get Mm -hmm. born again. Yeah. Even like the people we help, they're coming, it's good. And then they drop off or you don't hear from them. Or let's say you're the person who got born again. Like that next month is really hard. And and I think to sum your guys' whole story up, like not to get ahead of ourselves, but it's just, it's sticking the course and, and knowing that God is faithful because so many times you guys could have been like, this is too tough. Like it's too stressful with the baby. Like, I mean, guys, their house is literally like four rooms, pretty much. You walk in, there's the, there's the uh, living room, and then you walk a little forward. There's the kitchen, laundry room, and then to the left, there's two rooms and a bathroom. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's it's tiny. Like, I mean, again, like you were not only being tested by God and pushed, but also the devil's coming in and just trying to like throw everything off. Yeah. So what was? <clears throat> obviously, you're talking about like okay, some of these marital issues and things and character issues. What was? what kind of happened over time? How did, um, how did these things get resolved? I know you said discipleship and we were talking to you guys, which is I think really great because you guys encouraged us too, but what else kind of took place like on your guys's individual parts to get closer to God and stuff?
1: Well, deliverance (laughs) definitely helps a lot. I mean, deliverance (laughs) was huge in all of that, Mm -hmm. but, um, humbling ourselves I think and that really goes hand in hand with deliverance because once Mm -hmm. you get that demon out that's you know just you're letting it operate in your life you can really just start to see and focus on God and your heart starts to change for what the things that God wants Mm -hmm. you to do and also getting into the word and getting into God's word I mean for the both of us and
0: Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) and we were helping people so as we're hearing their struggles their problems and you're Referring them back to Scripture and trying to give godly advice, you're getting convictions on yourself as well. So you're like, right. "Man, I gotta, so I gotta, I, I gotta get delivered from that." Like I suffer yeah. with this, mm-hmm. and Lord, the Lord was just constantly revealing things to us. That's super cool.
1: And for us not to walk in hypocrisy, you know. And at one point, it was brought up to us, you know, in our fellowship group because we were. Not on the best terms. We weren't
0: you guys, you two, Justin and I. So yeah. and
1: here we are having people in our home. Right. So just that in that sense, it you could tell it was mm-hmm. heavy. There was tension in the house, but we were still yeah. having people. So that was brought up to us, and at first it really hurt. Like, yeah, what? <laughs> what? We're we're, we're hypocrites. We're walking in hypocrisy. But mm-hmm. then we prayed about it, and we're like, yeah, we cannot be doing those things. Like, yeah. how could you go and preach something and then? behind closed doors right god sees everything god knows everything (laughs) yeah he knows your heart he knows your thoughts like Mm -hmm. come on so if you're really serious about serving the lord like you got to know even behind closed doors yeah god knows exactly your intentions yeah
0: one i think like just encourage you guys and like i think the reason why you guys are here now is is that humility because you're willing every single time to look at yourself. Yeah. Maybe there's like a little struggle. Maybe you're looking at the other person, but then you looked at yourself and I think a lot of people, when they get in a position of power, I don't know if that's the right word, but like pastors, you know, leaders of, of groups and stuff, it's very easy to let that pride come up and like, be like, I don't have problems. You know what I mean? And look good on the outside. And, and just the fact that you guys were always willing to look at yourself in the mirror. Like even when the hypocrisy thing came up, like, The fact that you guys didn't just rebuke that and be like, oh, get that out of here. We're not that. Like, you actually searched your hearts and Mm -hmm. thought, like, oh, I wonder if we are being that. Like, that's powerful, you know? But
1: it's not easy in the beginning. Right. It's not easy at all.
2: And we saw the need, like, how important it was to be unified. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In our marriage. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: For sure. And we started catching on to the devil's game. And Mm -hmm. for us, we were like, he can't win. Yeah. The victory goes to Jesus. Like, Amen. he cannot win. So yeah. we really started to get smart and really just stop in our tracks. But it was also the Holy Spirit convicting us in mm-hmm. those things, too. Not to say that, you know, with with God, all things are possible. So I think it's yeah. to continue to really seek him in that and humbling ourselves. Like, even now, like, there's still sometimes we're like, ooh, are we? We have to check ourselves, too. It's, yeah. it's not perfect
2: Mm -hmm. but because
1: god is he will continue to show us
2: right and then right after that um so we finally realized okay we got to unify then a storm happened of covid (laughs) which kind of just broke (laughs) down all the walls (laughs) (laughs) yeah and then uh, what
0: was what were the i mean i I do want to talk about the covid thing but like what i mean i think we you've alluded to but what was really the key between like bringing you guys unity like for each of you what what was what did you have to do to get it there
1: die to self. <laughs>
0: that's exactly what i was thinking. Like. <laughs> hey we have a new shirt out that says No I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 little product placement no yep <clears throat> yeah you yeah. want to talk about that justin like a little bit because i know like there were times that was hard like obviously yeah
2: die to self and then um just learning to out serve we're called to serve and um you know i'm i'm in scripture it tells me to love my wife like myself and mm-hmm. I need to do that in all things and not just surfacely. <laughs> yeah, totally.
0: What was, what were some things for you or like mindsets that kind of had to be shifted or altered so that it, or even just like your tone or, or what, what was it kind of for you that, that like, if you can give people a tangible idea of like, what is dying to yourself look like on like a day-to-day basis? If, if any thoughts pop in your mind.
2: Um, I think I had a lot of entitlement and then expected certain things or I'd come home from work. And uh, I think just me picking up the slack, seeing she does so much more than I even do at work, just raising yeah. the children, you know? Yeah. So trying to do the things that need to get done and not. Doing them like, hey, praise me. I did the dishes. Or, right. <laughs> I did the laundry. <laughs> just, yeah, wash your car. No. <laughs> yeah. But just do these things with, I don't know, out any recognition. So, like,
0: almost finding, like, you guys finding more value in what the other person brings to the table so that yeah. it doesn't feel like, oh, I'm doing more. Oh, I'm doing more. He's not doing enough. Or-
1: and that was a season for us, too, where we were really just um, being defensive and offensive over mm-hmm. things, you know? Um, yeah. Feeling like I needed to defend myself because, you know, I am a stay at home mom and I feel like I, I contribute nothing, especially when those moments back then he would be frustrated with me. I felt like I needed to explain myself and defend myself. Then Mm -hmm. it becomes this fight and it, it was just awful. It was truly awful and just not valuing each other. I think at the end of the day, not valuing what God has given us, um, Mm -hmm. the life that we're in, the season that we're Mm in, um truly not valuing that. And I think that made the turning point for us after getting deliverance and really, um,
2: well, we we're walking in repentance. then, And I think COVID brought the reality of what you're about to lose. Like, man, okay. I'm getting offended over this or entitled over this. And here my wife's in the hospital. Like she looked like she was about to die. And yeah, I have a baby that's, uh, <laughs> yeah, 11 months old and he has COVID. I have COVID Uh, She was still nursing him and I'm checking his diaper and he's not, there's no pee in it. So I'm like, you're not giving him any milk. You're, I can't take care of both of you. I'm like, you have to go to the hospital. She could barely walk or breathe. And what was your
0: temperature?
1: It was like 103.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: 103, 104 for like a week. And I was like refusing to go and I was praying, asking um, God just to heal me just every single day. And I just remember one day I was crying out and then I'm like trying to walk and I couldn't even breathe. Yeah. And Justin was like, "That's it. <laughs> you're, you're, you're out going. here. You're out of the
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. Jeez. Yeah. And that was probably one of the hardest days because, like I said, she did just about everything for our son. You know, she yeah. made a cereal. So right as I'm about to take her, I'm like, "How do you make this? How do you do this? <laughs> I'm trying to get Where's the, the instructions for this. Yeah. Quick download on uh, mm-hmm. some of the little things he likes to eat, and then I took her and um, yeah. I had to switch to formula. He he quit taking a bottle at three months old, so Jeez. Um, ended up getting him on a bottle on formula. Yeah, I think that night God. he really missed his mom. He was crying and fussy, and I think that's when I was super broken, and I just turned to God, like in the middle of the storm. I was, I'm like, I don't know what to do. I can't calm this baby. He misses his mom. She's in the hospital. I was just like, man, all the just even thinking back, like I was asking oh. the Lord for forgiveness. Like, mm-hmm. I'm so sorry, God, that I let these silly things mm. put these walls up between our marriage and just, well, wow. yeah. just praying for my wife mm. and healing over her. And well, wow. I just That's start crying out him. as I'm in the rocking chair with him. <laughs> yeah. And I, just, I just start praying in tongues and I don't even know what to say anymore because me trying to do everything for him isn't working. And yeah. then she says,
1: so I'm in the hospital and it was so crazy. The fact that, you know, it not that God didn't heal me when I asked him to. Everything's mm. in his timing, you know, and he didn't give me COVID, that's for sure. But I did. walking, <laughs> that is true. Um, but we still love you, Tay. Oh, God's going to use everything for his Amen. glory, right? So that really did um, help me walk in faith. I want to just express to everybody that even though at that moment when I asked God to heal me, he didn't heal me. He was using what the devil put in our lives um, yeah. for his good. Mm-hmm. So continue to walk in faith and all that. But yeah, in the hospital that <clears throat> night, I just remember seeing on the monitor that um, Luca was just crying. He wouldn't cry. It was probably like two hours of nonstop, like screaming, crying, because oh he's gosh. never been without me. Yeah. And Justin's doing all that he can. And you could hear he's like, Praying and just like, just trying, you know, doing all that he can, like to hold him. So, I close the monitor because I'm like, I can't do this. So, I'm like praying in tongues Mm -hmm. at that point because I don't know what to do. (laughs) Then I open the monitor, Justin's praying in tongues, and it was just really cool how we were united, praying in tongues for our child and not even knowing it. So, Mm -hmm. that for me just really confirmed that God was there in all things. We had nothing to really worry about. And, um,
0: that's which is really
1: cool too because. The night that I got into the hospital, it was really crazy. I was getting all these text messages and everybody telling me not to be there, leave, and don't mm-hmm. get remdesivir, don't do this, don't do that. And I never did any of the research. I never looked into it because I totally. just,
0: just didn't. knew it was bad and like, yeah. yeah.
1: And so, yeah. um, you know, they told me they were going to put me on remdesivir, and that was just. I got really scared because I'm seeing all the texts and everything. Yeah. And I just remember you guys calling me yeah. and praying for me. And mm-hmm. um, God gave Emma, you know, a vision and mm-hmm. he told her that I was protected. Yeah, And that at that promising. moment I cried and I just felt God's peace just pour over me. It yeah. was just crazy. Wow. And the next day they started the remdesivir. And when they came in with the bag, I just felt that like, Jesus just cleansed
0: it mm, for yeah, me. totally and just protected you. The crazy thing is with
1: the remdesivir, <laughs> you are supposed to be on it for a minimum of five days. Straight? A minimum. Yeah, a minimum. Oh That's the minimum. Yeah. They normally do like 10. And a lot of the cases wow. we've seen, people have died by <clears throat> day nine. Right. So a minimum of five days. But the Lord blessed me. Yes. I, they stopped at four days and I got to go wow. home early. Wow.
0: And that was unheard
1: of. The doctor that was there, he said, we don't do this. So that was God completely. I just knew he was there. He just turned everything around for me. And they said they never let people leave early. They never go under five days. And it was four days and I was out of there. God was like, I'm taking you. Yeah. He said, (laughs) that's "That's enough.
0: Yeah. Lucas cried enough.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) (laughs) that was just. Wow. That was
0: crazy. Yeah. That's, that's so crazy. And then. I know, like, it's a little later in the story, but what, what kind of happened after the remdesivir? Because I know, like, within deliverance and, like, you losing some of your hair and stuff.
1: Yeah, so <laughs> it was really crazy. Um, You know, it was on Justin's heart for us to have another child. But I was really scared because just knowing, like, that stuff is poison. It's all yeah. in my body. I was losing a huge amount of hair, you guys. Mm-hmm. It was crazy how much—I thought I was going to go bald. I started looking for wigs. Mm-hmm. And the amount of hair that was falling out was— insane it was unreal it's like the worst thing you could ever see yeah and so um you know i was so worried to Mm -hmm. get pregnant i'm like how am i gonna even have a baby with this poison that's gonna affect affect the child and all these things and then (laughs) god changed my heart
0: yeah well and just to cut in too, like for anyone listening i mean i'm not a scientist so go do your research but with remdesivir uh they had tested it like 20 years ago i think it killed a lot of people and so it's like banned in a lot of different places but for some reason wink wink it's it's the one drug that they prescribe to everyone that gets covid instead of uh, ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine which those both had a really high success rate so if you're a little confused with what we're talking about go look into it but that's why sabrina started to have these um
2: side effects side effects
0: yeah of the hair loss and 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 um, yeah, so anyway, sorry, just want to butt that in, but continue. Yeah, no, yeah.
1: and so, um, yeah, and God changed my heart, you know, about having a baby. And mm-hmm. without even us, Justin and I even talking, this this is God, this is how he yeah. works. Um, You want to share, a babe?
2: Uh, yeah, God gave me a word. He told me, wait a month and then try, like a, a cycle, you oh, know, I for her. I didn't that. I didn't even hear yeah, that. Yeah, which was really cool. Cause That's cool. I guess we got pregnant right after (laughs) that first cycle. So I think it was just, hey, let me just bring in this like new egg, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool.
1: So that was really cool. And then I ended up getting pregnant. Um and you know, several months later, God delivered me from Remdesivir. And I mean you guys, this is really crazy because it was on my heart and i'm just thinking okay there there has to be something behind it so something
0: demonic yeah
1: so. something <laughs> super demonic i just couldn't figure it out so mm-hmm. we just asked god and one day we were sitting there and i just was really seeking deliverance we had our fellowship group there and they got a few words mm-hmm. and we were just thinking okay like let's just pray um i think one of the girls she got python and i'm like oh what is that is it leviathan is a pride like what is what's right. Python? what does that prayer? mean yeah then we started thinking okay There's snakes on the medical symbol. There's those snakes. Yeah. So we're like, okay. So they started Mm -hmm. praying, you know, against Python. And then the next thing you know, I see the word remdesivir. Like I'm deep in deliverance. They're praying for me. I feel like I'm manifesting something. I see the word remdesivir. And it looks like it's like a neon sign. And it's just going across like round and round in my head. And I'm like, you guys, it's remdesivir. God's telling me it's remdesivir. (laughs) We got to cast it out. Yeah. And they're like, what? So then I yeah. go and I repent, and um, it was just it was really crazy because when they were praying for me, mm-hmm. I was started getting a vision, and it was a snake, and it turned its face, and it was looking at me, and it had its mouth wide open, and it started like attacking my face when Whoa, they're pr- it, and they were looking at yeah. me because I was flinching, and they're like, "Are you okay?" Oh. And I'm like, "There's a snake right here," and <laughs> they're it's like, "What?" My face. It was really
0: crazy.
1: <laughs> So that's, that's crazy. And but it wouldn't leave. Mm-hmm. So then Justin's in the room with Luca and Justin's praying mm-hmm. and then God gives him a word.
2: Or I saw a vision of um oh. I just saw like a DNA strand. I'm like, what is that? I'm playing with the baby and I'm like, oh, it's false DNA. And then they pray for that and then wow. ends up manifesting and casting. So you just out this, say
0: false DNA in Jesus' name come yeah, out. Yeah,
2: spirit of false DNA wow. comes out.
0: That's wild. Yeah. And then
1: right after that, we went back to remdesivir and so we got the false DNA and then we went back to remdesivir. They're praying for that. And then I started feeling my left arm hurting like crazy. It's oh, so wow. much pain. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, my arm's hurting like crazy. Yeah. So they're like, oh, where did they? They started talking about oh, it. That's wow. where they injected. That's crazy. That's where the IV was. You can't right? make this stuff up. And so Justin and this other girl's holding my hand mm-hmm. and they're holding it and just praying over it and then just praying deliverance over remdesivir yeah and the next thing you know i just feel the pain leave but at wow. the same time my arm is being lifted to the sky yeah lifted oh, to, th- and i
0: <laughs> and just the arm that had been, just
1: the arm and yeah. then i opened my eyes because i felt the spirit leave i felt the freedom i felt the peace i felt mm-hmm. the joy felt God's love and his presence over that whole thing yeah and then I opened my eyes and they're just staring at me and my arm is just straight (laughs) up in the air (laughs) and they were like like, did you guys do that they're like no and I'm like it was God like it the it was just
0: that's it was so incredible that's and you can't you can't make this stuff up like you said you didn't even know why your left arm was hurting and then you realized oh that's where they that's where they injected it I mean and for you guys listening I know maybe some of this is like what but like you just think about it a bunch of chemicals being made in a lab and then putting into people and there's a history of them killing people like that's so demonic there's no way that can't be demonic like that is totally from the enemy so i mean and your hair stopped falling out right
1: yeah oh and you guys prayed for me too
0: that's right and that
1: was all that was all within the time of um you know asking the lord if i should get pregnant and all that stuff and then just healing over my hair loss yeah and the hair loss stopped within a matter of days and it
0: was like rapid before so you could definitely tell like okay yeah yeah wow that's so cool
1: yeah so that was like
0: crazy and this is like three (laughs) you you get COVID like three months into ministry it's just crazy yeah so crazy and and all these things like (laughs) yeah wow that's that's really cool praise god i think
2: like half our group ended up getting COVID. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I infected everyone. You guys,
0: (laughs) I'm like, I get, you know, I prayed for you for the Holy spirit a few years ago. Now I'm going to give you COVID. (laughs) (laughs) It's crazy. Um, sweet. So, okay. So obviously you talked about, you know, um, getting pregnant and stuff and you guys found out you were pregnant in January, right? Uh, it was
1: like, the beginning of december
0: that's right you told us on yeah christmas i think yeah yeah, yeah. So <laughs> yeah that's super cool <clears throat> you guys want to share about she told me on christmas too
2: <laughs> 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 oh that's right that's right I was like, hey. yeah
0: so th- i think i think uh it's necessary that we also shout out albert um <laughs> because i know that he he was a part of your guys's group and for you guys listening, he was he was on episode uh, season two, episode eight. I think it's called Practical Walking by the Spirit. But Albert was a really good friend of ours, and when we left um, California, you know, he kind of fellowshipped with us. So he started going over to Justin and Serena's. Which even prophetically, it's just so weird. Like literally, they live exactly across the street from us, and they are, and so Albert's now going across the street to them <laughs> instead of our house. And he got really close with you guys and and helped you guys out a lot. So how did this all look, kind of? Through this time, through the COVID, everything like you guys are still meeting with people. You're helping people. Like, how many people did you guys baptize in your first year? Not that it's about numbers, but just I think it's cool to share for people.
1: Probably like,
2: I think uh, well, the first year. Can you say like twenty I mean, or something total? I think maybe we're in like the twenties right now. So praise God. It's God. been so about a year and a half. Praise God,
0: so. dude. That's that's awesome.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. You guys want to talk about at all? Like anything? How, how does that look, like having people over? Like, I know you guys are very hospitable. Like, what are the things you do? What does kind of your fellowship look like? Um,
2: our fellowship group is awesome. Uh, Albert's amazing. He's truly a brother. Um, having people over just makes us more transparent. Um, we don't hide anything from them. They're a part of our lives. If we have struggles, we share. And, and them also. We all... Yeah uh, share our ups and downs and just bring it all to God and pray for each other. And yeah. Deliverance as mm-hmm. God reveals things. We're constantly getting deliverance as he gives God us shows stuff, you. So. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and God kept bringing just more, more people to, to come and yeah. So now you guys have a packed house.
2: <laughs> yeah. And it definitely goes in seasons. There's sometimes we're meeting up probably like four days a week and we're like, Oh my gosh, like we don't even have a day to like go get more groceries. Cause yeah. I would always like to cook for people. So I'd, I'd barbecue, Sabrina would make something, but mm-hmm. we always wanted to provide food and drinks and just yeah. make people feel, feel welcomed. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: but that, in a sense, it's like, it's God. Like, in the world, I always wanted to host parties and do all these things. Mm-hmm. And for us right now, it's like we're hosting a party several times a week and yeah. in such a good way, in such a wholesome, fulfilling way, yeah. not only for us, but for the people that we're serving. So, and even down to with our kids, you know, even when I was pregnant with Mm -hmm. our second one, um, that season, we were really busy Busy, with people. We were so busy and we were just thinking, wow, God is so good. He is so faithful. And I had all these fears, you know, we, everything was going really well. And then I'm like, how is it going to look when we have our second second? baby? And, um, no, I mean,
0: so there's awesome.
1: there's nothing to fear yeah. when you're really serving God, when you're well, really surrendered.
0: And I know at the beginning, like you guys, not that you didn't talk in your fellowship, but you kind of looked for Albert to lead. And because Albert had been doing this for like five years and stuff, but I think it's cool. And it's good for everyone else to hear is that you just brought what you had. You brought love, you brought food for people, you provided a, a place like, and now, I mean, obviously you guys are totally leaders in that fellowship. You talk, you've stoked the fire, but just being willing to literally bring whatever you have, not making the excuse, well, I don't know enough of the Bible. I don't know this or I can't, you know.
2: Oh, totally. Totally.
0: Yeah. So good. Um, well, as we kind of go into, <laughs> we have like their whole timeline written down <laughs> uh, in that first, I guess before you guys had Sarai, um, do you guys have any like cool miracle stories that you want to share or anything like? Just cool stories or fruit that kind of happened. I know the epilepsy thing got brought up. Um, That's pretty cool.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, it was really cool. I mean, I don't know if you want to talk about demons or
0: what. Yeah, absolutely. Just any cool miracles that happen. (laughs) Demons, visions, like,
1: that stuff's awesome. You want to tell your story? Yes,
0: tell your story.
2: story. Oh, yeah, so... I guess this was right before I knew she was pregnant (laughs) in December. We were having somebody come over and I was just praying to God. I'm like, Lord, just continue to refine me. Like, um, I want to be your spotless bride. Yeah. And then, I'm driving to go get the pizza for everybody, and then I have like a little burp. I'm like, ooh, is that some deliverance? And then then my stomach starts hurting. I'm like, wait, what is this? Why does it hurt? (laughs) I'm just like, get out right now, as I'm driving. (laughs) You commanded the demon to leave you. Yeah, yeah. and then it hurts more and more. I just keep burping, and uh, I think I come home still casting it out of myself. Um. Yeah. Still manifesting because it's still hurting. He's continuing to burp. I don't know <laughs> if it was just one or multiple. But <laughs> <laughs> I asked Sabrina to pray. And what'd you say?
1: I said, "I'm busy." <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is why you guys are still figuring things out. <laughs> so I went back to the couch and I was kind of upset. Like, Man, I'm manifesting right now. You don't even see this. <laughs> <laughs> I need prayer right now. And I'm like, "Where's Albert? He's supposed to be here early. We yeah. were having somebody come over, and then he comes and he's like." What's wrong with you? Like, bro, come pray for me. <laughs> and I guess just before that, he was talking with some other friends and on the car ride over, mm-hmm. and they were just telling this crazy story how this spirit of Ahab got mm-hmm. brought to attention. He's like, "Hey, let's try that." Yeah. He says that, and then my lip starts like shaking, and then I'm like. Whoa. Okay, I guess it's that. <laughs> <laughs> and what is
0: that? What What are kind of the things that come along with that, that spirit? Because just so for people listening.
2: Um, things that you related to. <laughs> yeah, I guess just being uh, passive, just kind of focused on, I don't know, like one thing at a time. Yeah. Um, maybe some laziness. Mm-hmm. but.
0: Like it stopped you a little bit from like leading or, or, or what do you like? How was the passive thing kind of?
2: Um, I guess... <laughs> maybe in like our marriage I would allow Sabrina to like take more control of things like pay the bills, do everything. And I got you just right here. Just chilling. I bring the money. That's it. Yeah. (laughs) I'll
0: provide the money. (laughs) And then how did that look for you? Sabrina, as he stepped more into the role of like leading and, and like taking care of these things, like
1: freedom, baby (laughs) freedom. That's for sure. I mean, it takes a little while, but, um, you know, it was just really crazy when he, during that time I, I was pregnant, th- mm-hmm. I hadn't told them yet. So he's yeah. getting deliverance from Ahab and yeah. this whole, you know, few weeks I've been super emotional and mm-hmm. he said a little bit moody and stuff. So <laughs> then You're the like, funny thing is, this is a funny story. Um, Him and Albert that night after they pray for Justin, yeah, they're like, oh, you want some deliverance? And I'm like, why? <laughs> yeah. So I'm getting all like upset and
2: yeah. Well, just from, uh, seeing things, uh, and the Bible story, every Ahab has a Jezebel. (laughs) At that time, me and Albert were like, "Mm, we've been a little moody. Do you think you might have Jezebel? (laughs) And
0: just to fill you guys in, like the story of Jezebel and Ahab in the Bible is like, you know, Ahab was kind of, he was the king, quote unquote, but he kind of laid back, let the woman take care of it. And Jezebel was kind of like, I mean, this sounds bad, but like kind of the controlling one kind of over everything. And so Justin and Sabrina kind of had to learn to, like, go back a little bit more to those the biblical way of allowing Justin to take control of those things. And then for Sabrina, allowing him to do that and, and letting go and things like that. So
1: Yeah, for sure. So the funny thing is, so they're, you know, kind of insinuating, like, oh, okay, well, of course, Jezebel. So I'm getting all annoyed, right? And here I am, pregnant, all emotional, like, like oh, mad? man, like, that, that spirit probably has been operating there, like, mm-hmm. you know, pre-everything. And I could kind of yeah. see... So for me, it was a little bit hard, but I'm like, man, I'm pregnant. And the funny thing is Mm -hmm. prior to me even being pregnant, I was reading curse breaking because I just had a sense that I was going to be pregnant. So reading curse breaking, just making sure that, um, you know, our children are set free from these things that they have been broken, that I am walking in righteousness and repentance. Yeah. No
0: generational curses. Yes.
1: No generational curses and all those things. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So then that happens with Justin. Yeah. With that spirit.
2: And I think the the Lord knew. Just even having COVID, that was like the turning point because mm-hmm. that made me step up, do all these things. Um, yeah, that was like the beginning of repentance. I would say, like even for, for being her passive, to like yeah. let control go with even the way our son would eat or what he would yeah. eat, and yeah, just powerful. it allowed me to do like so much more with him.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, I think it's powerful too because
2: mm. just
0: seeing two people that are married that are on fire for God. Like, I mean, we see it so often you might be listening even and be like, you know, what? maybe this is bringing hope for your marriage of just like where there can be struggles. And I mean, if you listen to the last episode, just hearing their past and now where you guys are at now, but it was a part on both you guys to look at the Bible and be like, okay, we need to go, we need to change some of these things. Okay. I got to be less controlling. Okay. I got to step up more, you know, like things like that. But the fact that you guys were willing to do that and now even though it's scary because like, but this isn't the way that I do it now. Like your marriage is so much more united and successful because oh, totally. the Bible doesn't lie. Like if it says, Dave, hey, these things will go well, then it really does, you know? So yeah, that's, for sure. that's super cool. Um, yes. How, so oh, go ahead. Go uh, ahead we, Justin.
2: we did uh, try praying them, but nothing happened. And then, um, I think a couple weeks later, we came out to see you with Albert, and and we all just got so much deliverance. Yeah, (laughs) we
0: prayed for each other like the whole week.
2: (laughs) We dug into stuff. We just had deep talks. We saw character flaws. Mm -hmm. Just even talking about things or trying to deny even having like pride or entitlement is like, yeah, I'm entitled to my entitlement (laughs) came up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) My entitlement. Don't touch it. Yeah, I mean, it's really cool. Like, again, a lot of this is like foreign to people listening, but Like when the Bible talks about, um, uh, what's the word, uh, being made holy over time. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? What's, what's the word for that? Um, what that refining? Yeah. God refining you. Um, this is a process that happens. So I always talk about, you know, you need to be born again of water and spirit and stuff. But after that, it's still a process of refining your character and changing, uh, who you are. And I think it was really cool when you guys came out because this was last January. So around this time, we really just all sat inside the whole week. It was snowing or there was snow. Everyone was cold. And we just talked about each of our struggles and really were humble and willing to just be like, yep, I struggle with that. And, um, when things came up, we just prayed asking God to deliver us from these demons and spirits that were kind of causing problems in our life. Like you talked about entitlement or pride or, or control or fear. And, 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 it's just beautiful to see. And I want to encourage you guys all out there. Like the, the process of refinement is never done. It's always happening until we meet our savior someday. So that's, what's been really cool about like fellowshipping with you guys and a few other people like that. We're always willing to just dig into things, talk about it, grow. And, uh, I think you guys have really like grown from that. Did you want to share anything else about that, that time?
1: Yeah. So that Mm. back to that night when they're Albert and Justin were praying for me and I was getting really annoyed because I'm like, Oh, the emotions are because I'm pregnant. I'm like, Oh, of course. And this is how the devil's going to try to destroy Mm. everything. Right. Yeah. This is a demon baby. You got demons. This made it like really awful. Right.
0: Yeah. Mm. So
1: I'm sitting on the couch. They're praying for me and I just feel the hands of God just touch my womb. And it just felt like this baby was protected. Like,
0: that's so cool. Get
1: those thoughts out of your head, Sabrina. And mm-hmm. I was just smiling the whole time. And awesome. I just felt so much joy. And then, of course, that spirit was there and we yeah. got it casted out. But in that moment, you know, you could just see how the devil will twist everything. Mm-hmm. So, um,
0: yeah, to give you fear, to make you worry. Yeah. Or, yeah. No, but totally. that
1: was really cool. And and it's I cool that maybe God. that
0: timing wasn't right. But God, like, slowly kind of showed you over time, like, OK, yeah, maybe, Maybe I'm a little controlling here or, or what a, the other things that you connected to like yeah. with that spirit. And so it's just cool that you guys stayed the course and weren't like, just like, no, I don't have that, but just prayed about it and looked into it. And,
1: but just to encourage everybody that even if you do hear those things or you get words or you do feel a sense of like, oh, that spirit might be there. Don't get discouraged because mm-hmm. there is so much freedom. Amen. There's yep. so much freedom when you get those demons out, when you get those spirits casted it out, yeah. there's so much freedom. After um, mm-hmm. deliverance, you know, we really—our zeal for God, like, grew immensely. And yeah. even in that aspect of it all, like, we were starting to really see God and hear mm-hmm. God more clearly. Yeah. And our hearts and everything, our mm-hmm. desires, everything, it's not muffled by right. these spirits that are trying to keep you from yeah. God. So when you guys do experience these things or you guys know that there's a spirit, there, a demon there, get it out. Get yeah. it out. Amen. And don't be, don't be ashamed. I mean, yeah. have no fear because— why would you want to keep those? And There's exactly. no there's no pride. Yeah. The minute you get it out, it's going to add to your testimony. And why would you not want mm-hmm. to get closer to God and yeah. have these things out?
0: Well, and I want to say, too, just I wanted to mention this earlier, so I'm glad it came up again. Like, it's not just deliverance for the sake of deliverance. Like, even only seeing you guys, like, two or three times a year and then seeing you over FaceTime, like, I can attest to everyone listening. Like, you guys have changed so much. Like, you've grown so much. So, it's like deliverance without the fruit, It's it's nothing. It's not... We don't want to cast out demons. But when you see people radically change, like even just your guys' relationship, how you talk to each other, like it's totally different. Like even if I can notice that, I'm sure you guys notice like 10 times more. So it's like, it's really encouraging. And again, like Sabrina is saying, like to encourage you guys all out there, this is so that you can become closer to God and more like Jesus. You know, it's not to make you feel bad that you have demons or whatever. And it's not just to do deliverance, just to do deliverance. Like Mm -hmm. really it comes with a changed um life and it's beautiful and and with you just uh, just to transition unless Justin wanted to say anything about that topic
2: um i was going to add a uh, just even with getting deliverance uh just God humbles you to share these things with people too. So when we came back on fire for God, we we shared our testimonies, you know, mm-hmm. and then that was to that, your group, yeah, to our group, yeah, to the people Everybody. that we ministered yeah. with, like, hey, these were things we struggled with. We got mm. set free from this. This yeah, this caused chaos in our marriage, and then it just opened up to talking to <laughs> couples going through stuff. And yeah, God you guys totally kind of just- got on like a new fire again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it was Thank it was God. super
0: cool. I think after that January, we all were like let's go. We were all just like really stoked mm-hmm. for, for God. And, and again, I was going to just transition. Cause I know Sabrina was saying, and actually I think it happened with you, Justin first, where like getting deliverance, like you started being able to hear from God more like those, maybe where they were, I don't know how it all works, but the demons were blocking the ability to like hear And I thought maybe if you guys have anything to talk about with that, but then also just talking about also how you guys got Sarai's name. Cause that was, that's super cool. Just being led by the spirit and, and, uh, just, yeah, if you want to share any cool visions that you guys have had over the years that have kind of guided you.
1: Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, after that last trip, um, getting like a mountain of demons out for both of us, <laughs> it really did help us because it's not just about getting the demons out. It was talking through these problems, these issues, and just really um, having compassion and understanding for one another, for mm-hmm. us to really just see... How do we walk in repentance mm. of that and not to do those things Go again? Go back to it. Yeah. yeah.
2: Or where you let them in in the first place.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, I think Justin's prophetic gift has grown crazy. and Yeah, it, it definitely has. Yeah, <laughs> And, you know, God is so awesome. He's going to speak to us in the ways that he knows that we're going to understand these right. things. So um, for me, I think I, you know, that time in last January, mm-hmm. um, I was getting visions are crazy and I just thought, these are so weird, they mean nothing and then the minute you walk in faith, it it matters to somebody, it means yeah. something. So Once it, you speak it or... Yeah, yeah so sure. it just really just helped me um, continue to have faith and I mm-hmm. think the same thing for Justin. Is and anything? would you guys
0: say it was like the more you sought God, like the more he spoke, the more he showed you?
2: Oh, definitely because before that, it would be like, rare here and there you might see a little vision and then um i think even as we were doing deliverance i think i saw like almost every spirit that was leaving me (laughs) yeah
0: yeah every time we'd get finished like casting the demon out he would be like oh i saw this and it would like really connect to whatever that spirit was which is super cool
2: yeah Yeah. um
0: and then how did how did sarai's name come about i mean i think that's like a really cool
2: story so we came back and god ended up growing our group and Mm -hmm. um we had a couple more people in it, and still meeting up with people and praying for them also. And then uh, I think we asked our group, hey, could we just pray, see if God gives us any names? Because we don't, we wanted to be in His will for everything, and yeah, we had no names at the time either. So I did.
1: I I <laughs> actually had. I went through a whole day, and I had went through a th- probably a thousand names. My gosh! And this name got highlighted to mm-hmm. me, and it was Sarai.
0: No way. I did not know this. Yes. Yeah,
1: so I'm looking through and I'm like, it's highlighted to me. And I'm yeah. like, mm, no, that's just so like, I wasn't sure if it was my flesh. So I just wanted okay. to just not, you know? Yeah. And then the next day, I'm texting my sister and Autocorrect changes the name to whatever I was texting. It said Sarai, and I was like, "No way! That is oh, that's crazy." crazy. <laughs> so, and then the day after, I'm in bed with Justin. I'm like, "Okay, let's pray for a name." Mm-hmm. He gets the name Sarah,
2: <laughs> and I'm like, "You're like, bro, no!" And, way. and I didn't really want to share it because. No offense uh, to Sarah's out yeah, there. No, but. no offense to Sarah, but <laughs> <laughs> uh my sister had a friend that lived with us during high school and her name was Sarah, and I was just annoyed by her. So yeah. <laughs> it wasn't the first go-to to naming my daughter. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> and so we go back and we're like, okay, well, and I told him this is what God has been showing me. Mm-hmm. Then we go and we ask our fellowship group to pray. Yeah. Nobody gets anything. And then the next day, um, our friend Victoria, she comes and she says,
2: so We didn't share with her anything. We,
1: yeah, she doesn't know any. We just asked them, Pray yeah. for a name. We asked everybody, Pray for and a you didn't name. Tell them we Sarah, didn't tell Sarah them I, the story. Yet. We didn't tell them anything. Yeah. And she comes and she was like, um, I did pray for you. It's not very clear, but I just see an S. It's big. It's huge. It's <laughs> the You're letter like, S. For what? And then there's a few other <laughs> letters in there. And then there's a A and an I. A and I, it's like the same, it makes the name the same, but it's different. It's a A and oh I, she kept saying God. that. It changes, it, yeah,
0: changes it changes the name. It changes the but name, but it's the same. Wow.
1: And I, my mind just, my jaw dropped. I was like, yeah. oh my gosh, that's so, that's that is the name. It confirmed it. Mm-hmm. And so that night, our fellowship groups there.
2: Well, because if you guys are aware of the story from the Bible, you know yeah. Abraham's wife goes from Sarai to Sarah, so right It's like the same name in one. That's so cool, dude.
0: Which was that's super crazy. crazy. So you guys know what that means? Sarai means. Does it have a meaning?
1: Yes, and it's oh, so cool. beautiful. So
2: so right <laughs> after, uh, she tells us that we didn't even say anything, but we look at each other with big eyes, and and then uh, we're like, oh my gosh, like dang, I think that's the name. And then we go into the restroom and. We look up the meaning and it yeah. says Endearing Princess.
1: Worthy of a dynasty.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah. And
2: at that moment we just <laughs> we started just both bawling oh, <laughs> in, the, so in cool. the restroom. Just because that's what God was calling our little girl who was grown inside <laughs> Sabrina and we're like, Wow, like he this is his little princess. Yeah, you know, dude. he named her and that's is calling so cool. her that.
0: Man, that's powerful. That's so awesome.
1: Yeah, that that was
0: and I mean, that's just, I know it's like almost hard to remember one, but that's just like one of the stories of how yeah. God spoke to you guys or us about like crazy things that have like taken place. I mean, I know even like, yeah, just so, so much, things. so
1: much, so much. right? And we <laughs> yeah. don't record it constantly sometimes, yeah. you know, God's so faithful. He's so good that yeah. everything just kind of comes together. But
0: I know I had brought it up earlier, but could you guys share about, um, the epilepsy thing too? I think that's yeah. super cool.
1: Yeah. Um. So it was really cool. We were, you know, super busy at the time. And mm-hmm. this was um, before summer, before we came out to see you guys. And yeah. Somebody contacted Albert from Isaiah's map. Okay. And it was just really cool because Albert was like, these people are so excited to know Jesus. Like, I
0: remember that. Yeah. yeah, yeah so we had I'm them come
1: that. over and um, it. It was really cool. The the husband, he mm-hmm. was like, I was only here because I wanted my wife to get help.
0: Oh wow. <laughs>
1: and they both got baptized.
0: Wow, that's so cool. Yeah. And after his, they heard the gospel or something, he was like, Okay. Yes, okay and
1: awesome. they were just like in awe, like what is going on? They both wow. got baptized and not even trying to pray deliverance. Um, we just, you know, we kind of just yeah. let the Holy Spirit lead with all of that and mm-hmm. Justin will take over with that yeah. story.
2: Yeah, so uh, just talking about things they struggle with and everything after yeah. baptism. And um, like she said, he came for his wife, and then he's like, man, I got all of this. Uh, he went from uh, smoking weed and cigarettes, and then he he gave, got into why he was smoking, because he was epileptic. Oh, so, uh, okay.
0: so did it stop the seizures or what? Or just to like, calm him? Or
2: I think it... Stops it. Stops he was saying okay. he, he does it. So wow. I, I don't know. He that's what he was telling us. And yeah. Then, um, but yeah. So we talk about that and we pray for the addiction and the marijuana yeah. and the nicotine and just like the manifestation. It was like he was like choking and stuff. Wow. And then we're like, hey, let's try the che- the seizures, seizures, seizures. So, <laughs> he doesn't have the. So did to you just smoke. call out spirit of seizure, yeah. and then. Um, <clears throat> It looked like he was having a seizure on my couch. And, wow. And um, it was crazy. Uh, crazy manifestation. And it came out, and it left him. And he, when it was done, he was shaking his head. He says normally after he has a seizure, mm-hmm. he felt like something would rattle in his brain. But he's like, oh, wow. It was like I had one, but I wasn't. And Oh, weird. So when
0: he was manifesting, it was almost like a seizure, huh? He's like shaking and stuff? Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. And then
2: uh, – it it almost made you want to stop, but I'm like, no, I think this is the Keep demon, going. you know? Yeah. yeah. Our discernment was telling us otherwise. Wow, and then, um, dude. He felt so much peace after that. He, after he left, he went and threw out his cigarettes, his wow. weed, and he had no addiction whatsoever. That crazy. That and never smoked again. Nope. I think he dude. tried a cigarette. Yeah. Um. Maybe four days later, and he said it tasted disgusting. Wow. And he Praise threw it away. Jesus. Yeah. And, <laughs> And just seeing the power of God and stepping out into this for probably the first time in his life, he probably knew the name Jesus and of God to being a mouthpiece. This guy had uh, the gift of faith, I would say truly, because he would go and tell people, they were like, hey, you're not smoking, you're not smoking weed, because he would smoke every day of his life. Wow. Yeah, so everyone knew that he did it. He just told people, Jesus, bro, Jesus. (laughs) Jesus (laughs) took it from me. And they're like, what? I'm a Christian, I struggle with this. He's like, are you sure you're a Christian, bro? Dang. Jesus took this from me. <laughs> so you better check yourself, bro. <laughs> he went out to be a mouthpiece for Jesus Praise and uh, God, started bringing his family to our house, which yeah. was awesome. Um, they brought, and he his. never had a seizure again, right? He never had a seizure again. Praise God. No addiction. Um, it all left him. Dang. And, They they just had like that zeal for the Lord and wanted to tell everybody what happened. Wow! And the wife she she had so much pain from for years that just um, physical pain, physical pain that kept her from leaving the house. Oh, and she was so bound by that her whole family knew they haven't seen her in years. She went out and then she goes out talking to all her family. I've been set free. This pain's gone. Wow! The Lord delivered me. They're like. (laughs) They that's saw crazy. the change in them that they're like, "What is this? Like, what mm-hmm. do these people do to you? Like, we want to go see." Yeah. So they brought her mom and her sister, and then they come get baptized. We uh, wow. one of our one of the girls in our group. Yeah. Had to translate the whole gospel in Spanish, so it was just amazing <gasps> Dude, seeing so all this cool happen, up. and then them just hearing want to get baptized. Yeah. Uh One of the girls. P- healing over the mom and yeah. her back pain left her. And she's like, "Wow!" She's like, oh, wow. Like, wow. <laughs> she's like,
0: what's going on?
2: And then we're praying for the Holy Spirit for the sister after baptism. And it it was so amazing. It was a pouring out. She couldn't even control it. It was wow. just coming out of her mouth just a million <laughs> m- miles a second. <laughs> yeah, dude.
0: That's a beautiful. And
2: we just felt the presence of God there. Like, yeah. Oh, wow, this is amazing. That's like, insane. we're truly doing the right thing here, yeah. you know?
0: Well, and you said something this morning, you were recounting all your memories. You're like, man, this is like reading the book of Acts, like not in a prideful way, but just, isn't that so cool? It's like one person gets born again, Mm. totally like on fire, has like a radical healing. You know what I mean? And then it just spreads to all these different people. It's like, it's like reading the Bible. Like that's why everyone was crowded around Jesus. They want to touch him. Like. Yep. It's just so cool, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were
2: baptized. Then what happened? More people got saved. More yeah. people came to the Lord. It just multiplied. And even after just getting deliverance, like God just gave us that fire for him. Everything that was holding us back and mm. that we were repentant from, but would still like truly have to try and suppress it ourselves. Yeah. Got set free from that. And then yeah. the fire just spread and got contagious and yeah. to our group. And it was just amazing. So cool, dude. That's, that's amazing. So
0: obviously, you know, doing ministry, there's amazing stories, like the one you just shared about the epilepsy and all this stuff, but also, and we kind of touched on this at the beginning, but it does come with some just weird stuff and and doing spiritual warfare. I mean, the Bible talks about, you know, we don't fight against flesh and blood. You know, uh, we had experienced it in our life where we are opening our house and people are coming in with different spirits and, you know, you're trying to be accommodating and loving to people and like, hey, come on in. We want to help you. We want to feed you but um i know you guys have a very specific story you want to share just about like witchcraft and stuff do you guys want to talk about that a little bit you got this justin
2: (laughs) i believe in you bro uh yeah so we we did have a girl that came over and um uh we actually had two people that came at the same time and throughout what just fellowshipping um I think we had a barbecue. Just some strange things would happen that you wouldn't see, you know. Like, out of nowhere, she'd be like, oh, God told me to get on my knees right now. Mm-hmm. like, okay. And then, that's cool. And then she yeah. would describe other things like, yeah, I'd be d- driving home, and he just tells me, turn left now. Turn here. Do this. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then, uh like, okay, is that God That's you're hearing totally. these voices? We're trying to, like, get into that. but And she came looking for, like,
0: help from you guys? Or? She came
2: looking for help. Okay. Um, she needed deliverance. She got into telling us about some of the stuff she got really deep in, which was mm-hmm. um, uh, a lot of, like, New Age, okay. astral projection. Yeah, um, yeah. wow. Um, like, like, a lot of the witchcraft stuff. stuff, like, and super deep. And this is all... Mm-hmm new ground for us we didn't really know any of this uh, other than like a couple little testimonies we heard online and then as you talk more about it you're like dang you're saying like so nonchalantly that you hung out with Lilith (laughs) in the spirit realm and stuff (laughs) like like, there's some big names
0: (laughs) you're hanging out with all the big wigs in the spiritual realm
2: (laughs) yeah
1: yeah so
0: that
1: you know it it was really crazy because we were just really trying to love on her and not be judgmental. But, um, you know, because we do have the Holy Spirit, we, our discernment was going off. And, you know, it was really cool um, what God does and how he leads all these things. And so we started, our red flag started going off constantly. Yeah. and We just started seeing, okay, like we just need to help her. Mm-hmm. Um, So we did do a few deliverance sessions for her with all the witchcraft stuff. Mm-hmm. And... Just something just wasn't right. God was just really just something felt wrong in your spirit. Yeah. And our son Luca, he has crazy spiritual discernment. How old is he? He's only two. And this was like, Sick. I don't know, like six or however many months ago. Yeah. So, um, you know, at the age of one already, he was, you could already tell. Like he, mm-hmm. he would sense it and he would stay away and he would, you know, say no, no, no. And it, it was so <laughs> no, no, awkward no. sometimes when people come for You He would say no,
0: no, no to the person? To
1: the person. Okay. So he, he knew. Um,
0: <laughs> That's hilarious. So, you know. When our, I think a lot of parents would say like, oh, come on, Luca, like stop that. Like you're just acting up. But I think you guys were knowing like, Hey, God even talks to like kids too. Like they could be discerning stuff. And
2: yeah, we truly learned like at that moment, like, wow, we need to pay attention to his discernment, even giving him to, you know, some family members. It's like, why is he crying so much when he doesn't want to? I was like, (laughs) I don't know. We're not going to force these things anymore. Right. If he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. No, I think that's really good.
1: Yeah. So with that whole season of our life with the witchcraft and the attacks and stuff, I think God was really growing us Mm -hmm. in learning, um, and just really practicing our discernment yeah so tons of stuff happened our, our son would never go near this one girl and it went from helping her with deliverance to her starting to come for a regular fellowship mm. and it's not that we have rules or guidelines or this or yeah. that but um <clears throat> you know sometimes when we see that they need more help we try not to let these things kind of
0: come into the flock come kind into, of thing.
1: Yeah, the flock. And Yeah. So God was really showing us, you know, how to just listen.
0: Mm-hmm. Listen.
1: And that really with that being said, it helped us really get into God's word because mm-hmm. we just really wanted to make sure that the things that she was speaking was out of the Bible mm-hmm.
0: um Because per- she was saying this is she, God.
1: Yeah. And I, she yeah. she started, you know, trying to operate in the prophetic gifting and mm-hmm. she said um well,
2: it went from coming for deliverance to coming to the fellowship group because she wanted, she's like, I love you guys so much. I want to fellowship with you. To yeah. you have all this stuff. And she stopped wanting to come once we were about to get into all the, the witchcraft and all the stuff I she see. got into. And it's like, no more of that. And we were having people come over. And then it's like, oh, let me give you word. Let mm, me, like God a prophetic me word this or, for you. Yeah. And then we're like, uh, and some of the things would be like really <laughs> harsher. Or or you're like, I don't know if that was from God. Like, how do we tell her, can you just, right. Not- it's, it's like
0: scary. Cause you don't want to hurt her feelings. You're like that's not from God, but something inside you guys was like, this is not, this doesn't feel right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think, I mean, for people listening, like it's hard, but like if we all have the same spirit, then that spirit should bear witness to each other. You know? Yes. So if someone's, if everyone in a group or multiple people are feeling something a little weird about something, then I think we've all learned, like, hey, we should really listen to that, you know?
2: And this was also from what she would tell us. Because she would say, I get words sometimes, but I'd be like, "Mm, is that God? No, no, I got to go above that one. Oh, is it this one? No, no, it's Mm. not that person. And then it's like, because she would hear voices from other stuff. Oh, okay. Wherever she got into, like, the spiritual realm and Demons and and things like that. That right there was like a red flag if you're like, searching for which voice it is
0: yeah like which voice is god and what if she picked the wrong one and yeah that's that's super interesting and i mean obviously in witchcraft and new age like they're taught to um do things in the spiritual realm and they do hear voices and they do see demonic vision i mean you had said right that she literally had been in the spiritual realm like astral projecting and and hanging out with these things yeah that was
1: a normal for her and we would always try to ask her how how did that come about how did Mm. you how is it so easy and she would just always say she she just did it Mm -hmm. so we couldn't understand because we we haven't you know been into that there
2: was like a sense of like boasting in it too and and then looking into some stuff i think we saw what's his name John Ramirez talking about, like, there's yeah. only one reason to astral project, you know, mm-hmm. and what did he say? It was to uh, cast spells on people. Okay. So when she was telling this like, oh, I just did it just to show them I could. And yeah, you're just, like, just mm-hmm. like pop up in here, like, uh, okay. Red flag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So how did things kind of develop? Because I know they started to kind of get so out of hand, like.
1: It, yeah, so it started with the prophetic words. And then when we. Started really um, tuning our ears in. I think whatever spirits that were operating there knew that we were really watching her and really mm, keeping our guard up. Her demons started yeah, to kind of. Yeah, so when we sense. started keeping our guard up and really just. Um, Getting to the place where we were gonna stop inviting her to the fellowship and just meet with her separately because she, we we loved her. She's yeah. a soul. We want her soul to be for Jesus.
0: Um, but you didn't want other our, people to be deceived by our her words. Our
1: son started having night
0: terrors, and mm. it was awful. The moment you guys told her, like the hey, the we moment need have- we
1: started kind of putting our guard up, and mm-hmm. we think that it's spiritual realm, of course. So yeah. it's all in the spirit they knew and we were dispatching angels every night. We're asking God just to bring your angels, your warm yeah, angels, amen. just protect this from <laughs> protect our child. Because at the same time we had a sense, okay, like we're not going to stop. Doing this for God, we're not going to yeah. be in fear, and we know God's going to protect us. But mm-hmm. it started getting really bad with our son. He it was waking up screaming and crying, and it wow. got to, and this was like months on end. So, and it, we noticed that it was every time she would come over that night, he would have night terrors. Wow, so it became a pattern. So, we're yeah. like, it's not kind of connecting
0: the dots, like yeah. Mm. And
1: it took us a few months. <laughs> to
0: and connect, well, it, you guys are so loving. You, I mean, I know you didn't want to like, like two months,
2: but. God was like showing us throughout, and we're we're just putting the pieces together. We kind of kept this from our group because we didn't want to be like, "Hey, what do you guys think about this?" or or give somebody a bad taste, or like unloving
0: somebody. towards the person. Yeah. yeah.
2: So we were seeking constantly, and I think you even got a dream about. Remember Luca and the oh,
1: snake and all that.
2: That was like all within,
1: um, all in the same time. So. There was one night I just remember going into my son's room and I was holding him and I was just so upset because he was... When you hear a child crying like that, you're like, he's being tormented in his sleep. There's mm. something there. Yep. And I just remember praying over him and... um God gave me a vision and it was this, we were in this white room mm-hmm. and I'm holding my son. We're in this white room and outside there's a door and right outside the door, there's this really ugly snake and it would pop his head in to look at us and then mm. pop it out. Wow, and it did that creepy. like three times. And I'm like, okay, something is watching us. God was yeah. telling me something is watching you guys because yep. we were in the white room and mm. that snake was on the outside. So I'm like, okay, so... God's telling me something's watching you. Mm-hmm. Be alert. I shared that with Justin. He was like, okay, well, it's this. We have to be more careful. Yeah. Then it started getting worse. His night terror started getting worse. Wow. The prophetic words. The more the, you realize. The more we realize. Then yeah. we just realize, oh, it's really coming against us. And um, isn't it
0: interesting? It was a snake, too, because the snake deceives, right? Like uh, uh, yes. Eve and Adam, like crazy. And yes. that's what you what was kind of trying to go on. Like, She was masquerading in a way of, well, this is the Holy Spirit. This is God saying these things when it it wasn't God. It wasn't from God. She wasn't walking in the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And then
2: it went to, we had one girl come over and um, after we prayed, everybody kind of said something. But after everybody spoke, this one girl happened to say, well, I got this. And then the word was just so harsh to this girl and it's like, We couldn't even control it. And it's like, how do I just have her just, just please just don't even speak right now. Yeah. Don't share that. Because this person was getting hurt by what she was saying. Mm. And then that night I go to bed and I have this attack like this. It was like a dream, but it wasn't because I was like almost awake at the same time. Somebody was coming into my house and they had keys and I couldn't stop it. And then she said, Sabrina said I woke up literally screaming and I had like Dang. so much fear on me. Yeah. And right when I woke up, I look at our our uh, bedroom door that leads to the kitchen and I saw somebody standing there. Oh my gosh.
0: Dude, I would have been freaked out.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and I was so mad. I didn't even realize I woke up screaming, but I just rebuked <laughs> him. I'm like, get out of my house now in Jesus name. And I just went back to bed because I was so tired because yeah. <laughs> our son's been <went> up and <laughs> I didn't have time to okay, deal I'm with it. I'm over it. We'll,
0: we'll figure <laughs> that out in the morning.
1: And that same night when that happened, so, we, we really didn't think anything of it. Mm. it like in oh, the you didn't sense. think they connected? We, yeah, we didn't I think see. it connected. But that night, that same night, our son was being so tormented. And I just remember, and th- this has been going on for like a few months. And I just remember that night holding him mm. in his room and... In our house, it's a Jack and Jill restroom and, you know, (sighs) our rooms connect. So I'm in my son's room and I'm holding him in his bed and he's crying and screaming. So I'm commanding whatever it is to leave. Mm -hmm. And I'm getting so mad. And this was ongoing. And all of a sudden something was, it seemed like there was something trying to come out of our restroom Mm -hmm. to attack. And I would rebuke it and then it would go away. And then the next time it came back and I felt Every time it came back, I got a little bit more scared, and it got yeah. bigger. Oh, yeah. So whatever was coming at us got bigger. Yeah, so, and it was almost
0: being fed by y- by my fear. fear. Wow, that's and deep. that's
1: exactly what it wanted to do, and mm-hmm. it just made me so upset. So I, I finally, the last straw, I just yelled at it and just really asked God just to come because I I couldn't do it at yeah. that moment, and then peace. So I brought wow. my son into. Our bedroom, and I just Mm. remember looking at the time, and I was just praying in tongues. Looking at the time, it was three, 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 Mm. and at that same time, when I'm sitting there praying in tongues, Justin's getting that dream. You can't make this stuff up. (laughs) All of a sudden, he's screaming in his sleep, so I lay hands on him, and then this
0: is when he saw the person at the door. This is is, is all happening simultaneously. This is
1: all happening at the same time. Gotcha. Same night. (laughs) And then I just had a thought: there's somebody standing in our. Doorway on, oh, on just okay. right outside of our bedroom yeah, yeah. door. I didn't know that he saw that when he woke up. Oh, you just and, saw him
0: scream. Screen. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then I was feeling that i sense sensed like the presence of somebody at our door. Mm-hmm. And then after that, after he yells at it, we're praying, everything stops. Wow. I'm holding my son. We're sleeping. That night, I get a bunch of crazy dreams, but wow. two were for sure from God. Yeah. And the first <clears throat> one was... Um, my son. He was in a dark room, but it looked like there were strobe lights going all crazy, and mm-hmm. he was in the center of it. And he was like on all fours, like trying to crawl to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm on like the edge of it. And I, he's in the center of the room, and I couldn't get to him. And I just remember wow. just telling him, "Come to mommy, come to mommy." Yeah. And I'm praying deliverance over him, and I'm screaming in my sleep. I'm screaming and I'm yelling, and I just felt so awful. I am screaming at him, and I can't even do anything yeah. i can't even get to him and wow. this thing's attacking him and i heard because of your ignorance you let this happen to your son Oof. and then the next one was and i never have dreams in our room it was in our house in mm-hmm. my son's room and there was a snake's body and then the head but they were functioning together so the, the body of the snake knew that it needed to get to the head in order to attack my son. Mm. And Luca would, in the dream, would grab the snake's head and throw it. Mm. And then the body would chase after the head and I then try to, to get, get to Luca. So oh, anytime wow. Luca didn't throw the head fast enough, I would hit it out of his hand. Mm. And it happened, so, and it was in his bedroom. Wow! And I was like, that is something. So God was, t- and it just everything coordinated with like the snake that was peeking in yeah. from outside. And then.
0: And it almost showed too, like that trust Luca's discernment, right? Cause he was grabbing yes, the head and like chucking it. it. So it was like, okay, he's been trying to tell us something. Like, okay. Yes. And he's wow. been, and
1: so That's crazy. With, we were like, okay, there's something there. So
0: mm-hmm. in
1: the morning we talked everything over and then he tells me exactly, you know, the dream and what God was telling him. And we were just trying to figure out how is somebody astral projecting into our house? Yeah. Like, this this is not this is stuff you see in movies. Right. This like, is, what the? Heck? No, this is crazy. I didn't know when
0: I became a Christian, I'm gonna have people in my house. And we
1: started <laughs> looking into things of how mm-hmm. people do things, and it's because they have keys. For one, she was she started just coming to our fellowship freely. Oh, this
0: is how in witchcraft this is how they get legal right. Yes, to your they house. get legal okay. right.
1: And two, she would Start
2: coming over unannounced. And- she
1: started coming over unannounced, mm-hmm. and, and she, you let- and we'd let her. Yeah. And then she started um, baking us stuff and bringing us food and leaving mm. her containers at every our house. time. And every time and every week, I would wash them and give it back to her. She yeah. would never take it. So there <laughs> ended up being, you know, several, so several containers of hers just yeah. in our kitchen. And so one day we were just praying and we we're just trying to see, you know, how what do we do mm-hmm. about this whole situation?
0: Because you knew at this point, like, oh, she's. We need to. She can't be in the fellowship. Not that we don't yeah. love her, but like, yes, yeah, sh- this is not of
2: God. And we brought it up with the group, and they're like, "Wow, I was having the same feeling." So, okay, we finally yeah. had to talk about it. We told them our struggles, the attacks, the dreams, yeah, everything. We laid it all out, and yeah. we
1: kept that from them for months,
2: <coughs> right? And then I think I ended up messaging her, saying like, "Hey, um, you just can't come." To, we're not gonna have fellowship tonight uh, we want to meet with you a separate time just to talk about um, deliverance yeah. and all this witchcraft you've been in mm-hmm. and and, uh, I and just, then I we just left, left it, it there
1: like the ball's in her court yeah. so <clears throat> if you want more deliverance um, we're happy to help you but as mm-hmm. far from that you know and then we were praying one day and oh we had a we were praying one day and Vienna, she doesn't even know the situation. Yeah. But that night we were all like, okay, we're going to get all these containers and we're going to get out of the house because mm-hmm. obviously there's keys. They have some Oh, the containers of, of food all the she contain- left. Yeah, yeah. The empty container. So we put it outside our back door. Okay. <laughs> Vienna prays. It can't be in here. <laughs> and she just says, I don't know what it is, but the vision that I got- it was something in the kitchen and then it took me all the way to the back door and no then way. outside. That's crazy. And we That's crazy. freaked out. And
2: she yeah. got the word armada. What does that mean? Which means a like fleet. a fleet. Sh- a fleet. Like a oh, ship. Oh a fleet. fleet. So okay. So
1: it was like a fleet of her Wow.
0: Stu- oh my gosh.
1: So we were just like Blown out. we didn't tell her anything and we literally yeah. just put that stuff out there and that's crazy we we're like what do we do with yeah. this situation let's all pray god help us with this mm-hmm. and it was just it confirmed it okay we can't she, live this life without visions. she's been astral projecting into her home we don't know how many times but right. at this point i think it was to the point of like fear tactics now yeah. because she's been exposed mm-hmm. so going to that level of just extreme fear and torment and trying to just probably just make us stop doing ministry altogether and it we were just so blown away so after we got that word it was just really crazy because we said we're gonna go around the house we're gonna pray and just basically just ask God to just clean every. Yeah. Aspect of this home. So Justin and I went around, and we started in the living room. And then I said, "Let's just do this in a circle. Let's just go around the whole house. Our house is so tiny." Mm-hmm. So we went from one room to the next, and then before we got back to the living room, we went to our son's room, and mm-hmm. we we're praying. And on the wall, right by his bed, Justin saw a giant ram skull. Like Whoa. in his vision, it yeah. was just dark. It was just in but it there.
0: looked like it was there in a way. Yeah,
2: yeah, like the back my head. Yeah. 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 Um uh, and then I think what else did I see? Was there like fire also? So we end up anointing, praying, God just purify this room. And then we make our final circle and we go back to the living room and then God just gave me a vision of it was like a bride walking down, like mm. like he just purified it. It was clean well, and spotless. Yeah. And there was so much peace in that moment. Yeah, it
1: so much peace and we just knew, okay. God, you have this. There's something you want us to learn from this. We're going to be obedient. Mm -hmm. Um, We know now that these things happen. It was a learning lesson. You're protecting us. We have to heed to your warning. We have to heed to your warning because if not, it's going to get worse. Yeah. And
0: when you guys, I know you had called us and it was a struggle between, we really want to love her and help her. But as the shepherds of your sheep, meaning your fellowship, like, I know you guys are like, we want to protect them, but we also don't want to be like mean to this person and just be like, you have to leave because you're not hearing from God correctly. So it's playing that tough balance of like, you know, how do we deal with these people that of course we love the person, but if they're affecting the other people around it, like, I mean, even Jesus said, you know, like a little bit of yeast spreads throughout the whole dough. You know, like when Um, did the coyote thing happen?
1: Oh, that was like right after. So we basically told... Oh, the- we told her that, you know, we can't meet with her for a fellowship anymore. It would just be strictly deliverance. Mm-hmm. And then we had a gathering at our house.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Vienna was- came to visit with her kids and stuff. And it was a Wednesday. And so I was basically saying, a little bit scared, like, oh, she knows that we gather on Wednesdays. We just told her she can't meet uh, with like us anymore. Yeah. What if she drives by? Mm-hmm. And Albert was like, I think you're just being paranoid. Shortly after that, out of nowhere, where the kids are playing, a dead or half dead rat appears and it's just laying on the floor. And
0: you guys' backyard is like tiny. It's not like you wouldn't have seen it. Yeah.
1: And we were all like in that area that whole time. So it's not like we didn't see it and it was there all day. The kids were playing and it happens to be where the kids are playing. And we were just like, "What?" a part of me was like, Oh, no, I knew it. Like, she, it has to be some witchcraft tied Mm -hmm. to it. There's no way. And, of course, you're going to go and just try to cause fear and chaos with the whole group and the children and all these other things. Like, that. And and it's
0: just, like, the enemy to attack the kids.
2: After that, I think we tried deliverance.
1: Yeah. Oh, you guys met with her one
2: more time? Yeah, we met with her one more time, and we tried to play pray deliverance and talk about these things, and... We just saw that there truly was no fruit of repentance. It was still boasting these things. And then she would, like, start to talk about something and then, like, find herself, like, pulling back and not Mm. giving any more detail on it. Didn't
0: you ask, too, hey, have you been astro-projecting? I Um, think you guys even asked her, if I remember correctly.
1: So that last time that we met with her to basically talk about it's either deliverance or nothing in that sense because mm-hmm. God has been showing us and you know you guys were in Tennessee and you guys helped pray yeah. to help guide the like situation. you need to
0: either be against these demons or like you can't
1: you and can that me. goes back to your question. How how did we balance that out to show her love and really help her? Um it goes back to what Justin said too that we had noticed that there is no repentance. Mm-hmm. There is your heart is not for the Lord. You're not surrendered. So mm-hmm. yes there's forgiveness for those things, but if Mm-mm. you're if you don't want it, then we can't help you. Right. And we we love you, we'll pray for you, but we cannot allow this to happen. We can't cannot,
0: be astral projecting. Yeah, in you can't be
1: astral projecting. <laughs> you can't. I don't know what kind of spells or curses you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um we're not in fear. We have children. Right. We're not in fear. We know God's gonna protect them. But if our son's radar is really going off and he won't yeah. even go near you, he doesn't want to be in the same room as you. Um that's huge. That yeah, is huge. So, totally. and God trusted us with these children. So we're going to do right. And we're going to really protect them. Right. And heed God's warning. So yeah, we saw that there was no repentance there. There was mm-hmm. her heart, you know, it wasn't, um, it wasn't because she loved God. It was because she'd loved God's power. Mm. So
0: yeah, no, that totally makes sense.
1: Yeah, and um
0: Can you guys ex- I know it was like the final straw, but like with the, the coyote, like what so you guys are like, Hey, listen, it's only deliverance, and then you kinda didn't hear from her, right? And he then didn't
2: hear from her.
1: we did do one deliverance session and okay. we just knew that, that she wasn't getting any freedom. It was just a lot of
2: it would control the whole situation <sighs> and uh, just a lot of misleading and just mm. doing circles around everything and um mm-hmm. I think Albert did get a dream too that um somebody was doing witchcraft. and I then, see. So at that moment, we were...
1: We put all the pieces together, finally. Yeah. And then
2: we <laughs> oh. realized, like, we just... Uh, it came up that I had to be the one <laughs> to tell her because it was my house. So this <laughs> is also man. stepping out of that Ahab spirit. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and not allowing it to operate. So it was totally the Holy Spirit. Uh, I sent her an audio message uh, just... Kindly telling her she couldn't come anymore. We couldn't meet with her. We're praying for her. We pray she gets deliverance and Mm -hmm. truly seeks the Lord on everything. Amen. Yeah. And then I think it was like three days later, we were having uh, some people over for baptism. I think it was the people that we were talking about that brought the mom and sister. Yeah. So that morning, I'm going to work. I'm backing out my driveway. This is a week after the dead rat was in the backyard. Mm. So backing out of my driveway, all of a sudden I'm like, what is that? It's an animal. There's a coyote dead. Yeah. It looked like somebody just placed it there laying right at the bottom of my driveway like perfectly. I couldn't even leave for work unless I moved it. Yeah. And I just chuckled. I'm like, are you serious? Like, (laughs) I remember
0: waking up in this bed right here and and literally grabbing my phone and that was the first thing I saw. I was like, you're joking. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like I instantly knew, oh, this is totally like witchcraft.
1: And the... Let me That's tell so you guys, like this coyote was placed so perfectly. It's like where cars oh, yeah. would park. So it did it, and right at our driveway. And they driveway. live in the city.
0: And I mean, we there's live some coyotes, but it's not like.
1: Yeah, we live in the city. Um, <clears throat> there's cars all around. It did not get hit by a car the way it was placed. It was placed perfectly. And the kicker is before after the dead rat the next day. Justin and I went around our whole property and we prayed over it. Mm. And the coyote happens to be literally right outside of where mm. we prayed, where we walked and prayed our poor wow. murder. So <laughs> we know like, wow, this is spiritual warfare. They knew they couldn't come. God is protecting mm, God us. So you guys. Yeah. that in itself, that's, cool. that's really cool. Because it was they literally, win. <laughs> yeah, they could not win. They could not come yeah. near us at all.
0: And so yeah, how do you, how do you guys think it died? Because I mean, The animal control came. Did they say anything? I mean, it looked like perfect.
1: It was. We have no idea. And the kicker is, too, this was uh, Memorial Day weekend. Mm -hmm. It happened to be on a Sunday. Mm. So animal control couldn't come out. (gasps) They couldn't come out. The next day yeah. was a holiday. They weren't going to be there. So they had this <laughs> everything just was so perfect to deter us from continuing on to continue to look mm-hmm. at the coyote outside. To, all these and things to look were at it for trying days. to come against us.
2: And yeah. we had people coming over. At and 4:30. we had
1: people coming over that <laughs> like, evening. Uh
0: look past this. <laughs> yeah,
1: for baptism. So it was just trying to wow. just cause chaos and yeah. but they did not win. They
0: Amen. They did not win. So, I think our last question here is kind of going off this, like, because a lot of this had to do with Luca, like a lot of people put forth concerns. Oh, children in deliverance. Oh, don't involve them in this and stuff. Like for you guys, it's totally been the opposite. I, mean, I have like a picture of Justin, like one hand on the baby, one hand, like praying for a guy, but like <laughs> <laughs> Superman. No. But how does, how does that look? And what, what keeps you guys I guess I'm kind of saying the answer and the question, but what keeps you guys trusting in God that like it's all gonna be good and you guys, I mean, you guys haven't stopped at all.
2: Yeah, we had moments thinking, are we doing the right thing? Are we traumatizing him? Like, yeah, because he he'll play in his room, but he'll come out when we're praying deliverance and look at people and he wants to see their face and, and people are screaming, rolling on the how ground, how they're manifesting and <laughs> you know, there's been some moments where we even prayed for people in the group and they got deliverance and. He would walk up and put their hand, his hand on oh. their head, oh, as we're so praying cool. deliverance, and <laughs> just in those moments, you just saw like, "Wow, God is growing him. Mm-hmm. He is a disciple. Um, that's he so has cool. discernment." You could play a video of deliverance, and he will stop what he's doing, playing with his toys, and run, sit on your lap, and just stare like, "Wow, let's see this." You know? Yeah,
0: <laughs> he knows it's real. That's yeah, so he cool. does
1: he'll even grab like tissue and hand it to the girls if they're crying oh. i mean that's just crazy like so he's cute. two
0: yeah that's so cool and i think a lot of people are f- fearful but you got to say like again it's just the enemy making people fearf- fearful fearful because i think you guys have put your kids in god's hands and like this stuff's all going to be like normal for
2: them when they grow up no oh, totally I think it's all just reminding our our God is the most powerful. And even when you cast these spirits out, I think towards the beginning there was even fear that they were going to hang out and all that stuff and um, yeah. trying to come in or or walking through the house at night, like looking in a dark room, like anything in there. <laughs> 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 but uh, getting yeah. set free from fear, mm-hmm. um, it just completely went away. It wow. had no room to operate.
0: That's so cool. And then that kind of leads me into like, You know, you guys having Shariah, I know that was, like, if you want to share, like, shortly, that was, like, a miracle in itself about just how fast
1: Oh, my gosh. It was was so crazy fast. (laughs) I mean, I was in the hospital for four hours. Crazy. And I was already dilated. Thank God she didn't come out, like, when I wasn't ready. The doctor even
2: (laughs) had to actually go in and uh, break the water sack because, like, wow, her her water stack is like really thick and uh, Wow it's been prayed over her just like this protective covering and Man. she was truly just protected inside Sabrina. <laughs> That's so cool.
0: <laughs>
1: they said That's no crazy. way my water would have broke on its own. Really? Yeah. It was that thick. So. How did
0: you know how to go then? You it just like so much pain you knew?
1: No, the, they wanted to get me induced.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I think, and a lot of times people are like, oh, induction's really bad, but I think God is blessed those moments mm-hmm. in my life and not to say you know any i don't i don't know but with all things god's going to turn it around for his glory so yeah um, even with the inductions with both kids god has really blessed that time blessed mm-hmm. um the doctors that were there and yeah everything so else cool. and just the way she came it was so fast it was so yeah. crazy i what was, was the delivery to, time it was like
2: we got there at ten o'clock, and she was born at what two <laughs> something? That's insane. Two twenty seven. Crazy. We got there by
1: ten thirty. Yeah. They started the whole process of everything, and mm-hmm. then she was out by two twenty seven.
0: That's crazy. It
1: was so crazy fast, and I just think back like, thank God for it because I don't know why. That's a miracle. Towards the end, I was a little bit um, fearful. I had a lot of anxiety, and I knew mm-hmm. it was just the enemy coming against me with all things. Yeah. And, um.
0: Yeah. And I just want to say out there, <laughs> I've had this conversation with so many people. There's actually a verse that talks about women being pro- protected in childbearing. I think it's in Timothy, actually. I don't know. But when when you said that, I, that's what I instantly thought of. I was like, wow, isn't God so good? Like totally because, you know, one of the curses from God in, in the garden was uh, pain and childbearing to women. And just the fact that God's so good to those who are really seeking him and are walking in holiness that he let it literally be as fast as possible. Like, yes. that's so cool.
1: And mm. on top of that, we had a room <laughs> waiting for us Wow. for the induction. They had everything set and ready. And, you know, God just made everything perfect for us. And we walked to the hospital. I'm walking to the hospital. They put us in our room. We're walking towards our room and it's room seven.
0: <laughs> perfection. <it's>, yeah,
1: perfection. <laughs> right. And we just felt it's so, so cool. much peace. And then I really had no idea she would, would have been born that fast. But mm-hmm. God just made everything just go so smoothly. Wow. She was just everything was perfect we had no we had complication no pain. no pain oh my goodness really right oh after with my son right after you know you feel sore and you're like you just had a baby it's it's a little bit yeah. tough my recovery t- was so fast
0: wow that's crazy so fast. it yeah. was
1: crazy
0: that's a miracle and it's and god speaking of fast you guys were like what was it like three or four weeks after having strike like We're bored. Okay. We're going to do ministry now.
2: Yeah. Two two weeks.
0: (laughs) You want to talk about that, Justin?
2: (laughs) Yeah. Within two weeks, we're like, man, we need to fellowship. We can't just be alone together. Like we (laughs) needed our family over our group over. And, um, we had them over. We started getting together again. Um, I think we started doing some Bible study with everyone and, um, yeah, just from- How often
0: do you guys meet now? I mean, she's what, five months?
2: Yeah, she's five months. We were meeting two days a week, so we'd have people wow. over for dinner and uh, worship, and yeah, I think we just all read the book of Acts together. And That's awesome. after that, we went out and prayed for people as a group, and we're like, "Hey, let's start acting this out." You yeah, know? and then we were going to get into another book together, and um, I think the Lord just showed us like, um, even through the time of like doing Bible study. Uh, You're so set on like, okay, we got to read this much. We got to talk about it. We got to do all this. There was no room for the Holy Spirit to, I guess, really take off on opening up our struggles and talking and getting intimate with each other. You know, like we we grew in the Word, but we weren't growing um, Mm, knowing what you're struggling with. And then a couple of people had some hurts in their life and we knew nothing about them. So that kind of just showed us like, man, we got to, let's worship, we'll get into word, let's work on things um, we could grow on, step out on. Yeah. uh,
0: Well, I think like the common misconception about discipleship is, okay, we do discipleship, we get together every week and we read the Bible, which isn't a bad thing, but think about it. Like Jesus told them to go make disciples before there were Bibles. So, okay, how does that look like? And I think even God had showed Emma like a few years back that discipleship is really just walking alongside people like you're one step ahead. Like, like these stories that we've just shared, like this is more discipleship. I think in in a lot of cases than reading the Bible sometimes because people are going to hear this and they hear your certain scenarios and they're able to relate. They're able to grow. They're able to take the advice and apply it to their life. So I think that's really cool that God's been leading you guys into that type of discipleship where it's like, Hey, you guys all read the Bible on your own time And, you know, it'll come up in conversation, obviously, because we all love God, but really seeing, hey, where can, where can we help you to be the best disciple you can be? Hey, how, how are you doing with
2: this? Are you struggling? Like, that's, that's really cool. Oh yeah. So we totally (laughs) opened up with that intimacy with each other. Um, I think we watched, uh, David has this salt and light video and it is just so inspiring to how we could go out and be the salt and light everywhere we go Mm. and, and just let the Holy Spirit lead. And, um, yeah we were just praying like hey what are we going to talk about like how how are we going to just like get this fire going yeah. in the group and just have it be contagious and we're we're thinking of like things or times we've gone out and prayed for people just even going to Costco. Yeah. And then
1: And with that we don't get out much with our kids. So when we do go <laughs> out to our Costco trips um we do it just because we have fellowship. So we got we buy in bulk and we make <laughs> that our our time where we try to seek somebody that can, you know, use some prayer or Mm -hmm. whatever it is like we really do. And I think that's what God has put on our hearts to just really continue to step out. Because if we don't do that, how are these people going to ever hear the good news of Jesus? Amen.
0: Yeah. That's so awesome. And what is, I know you said you buy in bulk for your fellowship group. And I know the last thing we kind of want to talk about is just, I think practically for people like, both of, well, your guys's last testimony was really about getting born again, but I think this testimony is like doing ministry, like, like how does that look? And just the things that come along with it, the perils and, and the great stories. But I know we've really talked about a lot lately of like God's love being the most important thing we can give to people. Obviously we want to make sure people get born again. Probably we want to make sure they they get delivered. They have the Holy spirit, like, yes, but it all has to be in love. And, and, I know it's like weird to talk about it, but can you guys just give some practical ways of like, let's say I was coming to your house today, like for the first time, like what is, and I was coming to get baptized. Like what are the things that you guys have done practically so people can learn out there that again, it's not that you have every single answer, but let's say I came and I'm never going to come back. Like, what are the things I'm going to remember? Is it going to be your great gospel like presentation, which might be really good. Or is it going to be these little things that you've done? Like how, how do you guys love on people when, when, when they come?
2: probably starts off with even just filling the water up. <laughs> I'll do like 50 trips with a bucket from the sink just with hot water, just trying to make it, it warm because we've had a couple cold ones. They're like, man, we just need like that warmth, you know? And then yeah. uh, just from going into that, Sabrina would always warm the towels up so that way they had a fresh warm when towel to put baptism. on right after. And yeah. um, just really praying for the Holy Spirit to be there. Yeah, uh, making sure everybody's comfortable has a seat. Like we'll sit on the floor, so you can sit on the couch. Like, yeah, we just want Amen. you to feel like it's your house when you come in.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: No, that's super awesome.
1: Yeah, like the whole time, you know, like I said before in the beginning, um, it used to stress me out because mm. I just wanted to make sure that you know the people coming to this home, we're saying this home is for Jesus. Yeah, we're here to do His work, and I would overly stress that they deserve. A, a clean house, a nice space, all these mm-hmm. other things. And now it's come very easy where we kind of have a set routine where yeah. these people deserve that. Our, our fellowship group deserves it. So we mm-hmm. make sure, you know, we plan our meals. We we make sure that the fridge is stocked with drinks. We have yeah, plates, so awesome. napkins, forks, everything that yeah. you possibly need, all the snacks and foods that you could possibly eat. <laughs> and um we just make sure, yeah, lots of bubbly, um, <laughs> But we just make sure that, you know, whatever anybody needs, it's already there. Nobody has to leave. Nobody has to do anything.
2: Amen. And number one is probably our time because we've had so many people say, like, I'm so sorry. I took up half your day. Like, Mm. we're like, no, this day is set aside for you guys. Like, um, we take care of the kids in between, but just having our group, it's it's able to just continue to function. Like, yeah. we've stepped out and we're, we were giving Luca a bath one time. We're like, look, they're still praying deliverance. Like, this could happen even with yeah. our kids and everything. And it's, totally. it's and the it body, And nothing
1: know? to do with us. Amen. Like, that just made yeah. us really think, Definitely. wow, this is God. Like, mm-hmm. it has nothing to do with us. We, we can all do it. Yeah, we don't need to be here and doing all these, no. Yeah,
2: and doing the words, like. Amen. We all rotate and it's just, everybody just works together so well, so. It's truly like the body, you know, yeah. just all of us that make it up. Totally. One person could get a word, a vision and, uh, somebody <laughs> could talk in love, you know, mm-hmm. and just give that hug that, 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 that lady motherly. Is, you know? yeah. yeah, exactly. So you need, this. you
0: need, the, you need everyone.
2: Yeah. And we couldn't have put our group together. Like God truly did.
0: Yeah. What would you guys as our last kind of jumping off point, or if you guys have anything else you want to talk about that I've been forgetting, but, um, Yeah, just, can you guys, would you guys have imagined your life would look like this a year ago or, or even when you got baptized or before? I mean, no way.
2: (laughs) Yeah, no way. (laughs) I think you could truly say like our old self is dead and even just like our, our old fleshly desires and Mm -hmm. things that we live for, whether it be trying to work to grow the bank account. Like now it's like sacrificing time, taking off days, um, just yeah constantly just trying your, to do god's work our house is always open yeah your desires have over, shifted like yeah. to god's yeah and we get fed through helping like there's <clears throat> there's some days where it's like oh uh, you don't see anything happening and then the time like somebody just has that breakthrough you're like yes this yeah. is all worth it
0: yeah oh totally and you're like yes it makes yeah like you said it makes everything worth it and would you guys say this is the most fulfilling thing you've ever done
2: yes
1: oh, for, for sure, sure. And even just down to like, yes, we have kids and stuff. And the things that we desire in the world are no more. And the good times are, you know, Justin and I will be, you know, praying deliverance over each other, whispering yeah. <laughs> in bed, you know, because we have our little one and yeah. just um, really just coming together in prayer, mm-hmm. um, being united in that aspect. And yeah. what was really cool is one night um, God was just moving and we were just really happy and I was in Luca's room, putting him in a bed, praying over him. And Justin was with Sarai and he was, you know, worshiping and praying yeah. over her. And then he started, you know, praying and asking for things for himself and his prophetic gifting. And yeah. I didn't know he was doing that, but I'm in Luca's room and I'm praying all of that over Justin too. So <laughs> it just really goes to <laughs> That's show so like...
0: cool, yeah. One spirit. Even
1: though we're not always together in prayer, I just feel like our hearts are always together in prayer. And I just really thank God for that because without that, I mean, I could I remember vaguely how awful Mm -hmm. things were. I could I could we have our testimony, but like the feeling of how awful it was, Mm -hmm. it really diminishes because Jesus takes that burden from you. So all the good and everything just really with Jesus outweighs all the bad. Amen. And there's no other life I would ever want to live. I Me would either. do this over and over and over again. I would choose Jesus a million times over. Yep. Any wealth, any yep worldly joys, possessions, any of that.
2: Mm-hmm. Amen. And even Amen. with like the storms we've encountered, he used everything for his glory and yeah. to grow us and refine us. And, you know, just like John 15 says, like, he's going to constantly prune us back. So there's no, like, Man, I'm good now. Like, I think God just gave me a word the other day, and I'm like, "Oh man, is that for me, God?" Like, like okay, I gotta get better at that. I day. guess I'll, I'll pray for that and get delivered from it.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> totally.
0: We're always growing. We're always learning. We're always <laughs> changing. Right. Wait, was it the fear thing? <laughs> no. Uh, uh, we'll talk about this off air. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just want to say thank you guys for coming on and. Hope you guys had
2: fun. We did. Thank thanks for you. having us. Yeah.
1: I know. Welcome. Thanks for letting us uh, recap this past year and a half. Yeah.
2: All the to glory to God. come back to beautiful Montana. Yeah. yeah.
1: All the glory to God. We, thank we have to you.
0: come back soon. <laughs> well, not to put you on the spot, Justin, but would you like to pray for us?
2: Yeah. Pray us out, bro. Yeah. Uh, dear Lord, I just thank you so much, Father God, just for um, just even putting this family in our path and giving us the awakening that we needed lord to take us out of trying to just walk with you on our own and not really even knowing what it ever meant to walk with you Lord I just pray that you just um, touch somebody listening um just use this uh this audio uh just podcast. to bless somebody here. Yeah, this podcast uh, I just pray blessings over everyone mm-hmm. in Jesus name
0: amen, amen. thank you bro Thank you, <laughs> love you guys. Love you we too. Love you. Thank you. <laughs> well, thank you guys again for for listening, and uh, obviously we'll be back next Friday with another episode. Sadly, Justin and Sabrina will be leaving us, but <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> already? <laughs> Hopefully not for long. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, all right, you guys, we'll talk to you uh, next week. Thank you everyone for listening to another episode of the Jesus is Offensive podcast. If you liked what you heard, we're on Instagram. Check us out, Jesus is Offensive. Uh, Or if you want to check out our website, jesusisoffensive.com. We have more podcasts on there. You can check that out at the podcast page. Uh, We also have cool apparel and another collection we're releasing on January 13th. And if you like what we're doing over here and you want to be a part of it, you want to make a donation, you can go to our about page uh, and you can donate there. And if you'd like to get in contact with us for prayer or questions, uh, feel free to reach out anytime. Uh, our email is hello at Jesus' is offensive.com. I really appreciate you guys all tuning in, and we will see you guys next week.